0: This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.
1: You're with Anastasia and Warren, Joy 94.9. Good morning, Anastasia. Good morning. Darling, I'm having a cup of tea. Is it a nice
0: cup of tea? I love it. It's so lovely. I made it for you. But it's only a tea bag.
1: I'll be dead in 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> Do you know, oh, no. Roy Morgan have done some research yes. and that um, in the 12 months, the last 12 months, 9.8 nice. million Aussies mm-hmm. over the age of 14 drank at least one cup of tea <gasps> in ev- any given week. Do you know how what percentage of them are tea bags? Ninety six percent. Oh my god. But there's something really bad. Talk to us. We talk. I hadn't thought I thought tea bags were made of paper. Some sort of way. filter paper and the water goes through and you get a nice cup of tea out yeah. of it. But it turns out they're actually seventy to eighty percent plastic. You're kidding, right? No.
1: This takes it to another level. This is really bad for us.
0: Absolutely. It's a polypropylene, a plastic mesh that's woven say that
1: polypropylene.
0: Wow. that? What? I had no idea. I that thought, is shocking. I thought you could compost them
1: and, and throw them in the garden, but they contain plastic. It's really annoying. Um, that's shocking, actually. I'm sorry I'm slurping, but it's reminding me of my mum. She said When she has um, a cup of tea, that's what she does. She slurps really loud. It's probably her way of getting attention, which I'm probably trying to do now. What about soup? Do you slurp segment. soup? Look, I don't like slurps at all. I get really, really agitated when people slurp around me. What about chewing sounds? Oh, my God, I want to kill. <laughs> Did you rise this morning before you turned up to, to work, darling? I did rise. Yeah? Well, what do you mean, did I rise? you mean, what I I I mean rise? by that, because you were extra perky this morning. And what I thought, are you talking about? Well, I'm asking you if you pleasure yourself in the morning <laughs> before you come to work, because it's a very natural thing to do, my darling, and we made an agreement about being vulnerable and honest to each other about um, these things.
0: Are you asking well, me? Well, I'm not?
1: asking you, did you make love to yourself this morning?
0: No, I didn't this morning. No. But do it doesn't you... mean that I don't. No.
1: No, well, that's what I'm asking you. Do you, and how often do you do it? Do you? How often yeah. do you do it? Of course, I do, darling. <laughs> well, actually, it's really... you don't get this complexion without a bit of pleasure. It does give you a bit of a. That's glide, not a family it? pizza I'm having. You know what do I mean? Do
0: you do it before sleep or after sleep? I have it
1: anytime I can. Get. <laughs> I'm in love with myself, darling, and I think that's the most important thing. Well,
0: it's interesting that you say this, particularly for men. I don't know about the the female stats, but researchers from Harvard University have released a study that suggests men who climax 21 (gasps) times or more per month. 21 times? may have their chances of prostrate, prostate cancer <laughs> slashed by up to a third.
1: Now, this would be a very awkward conversation to have with my father.
0: <laughs> it would be, wouldn't it? Because at, at that age. So I'll tell you one thing. I don't think I'll be getting it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so you do. Oh, look, that's it's, very healthy. It's currently
0: unconfirmed why, but some scientists believe a successful orgasm may flush out cancer-determining toxins that build up in the prostate. It kind
1: of makes sense because you're releasing energy. I'm just having this thought of a Greek conversation. With my seventy-eight-year-old um, father, Dad, you need to pleasure yourself. I think you
0: should have it. It's I'm important it. for health. But I'm you're not, calling him straight up. as You're, you're <laughs> not just releasing. Hey, inten- you're not just releasing tension. Yeah, lots of
1: things. Exactly. Hey, um, something quite concerning because I know I, I I think I do this. I'm not sure, but I'm reading in the paper this morning. Fat chat is a hot topic. Apparently, women are engaging in fat chats. Um, more than ever before. So what,
0: they're just talking about how fat they are? Yeah, they're just
1: constantly making negative comments. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah, and body shaming themselves, and it's really terrible, isn't it?
0: But what if if someone, like, let's, well, we actually had this this morning. Mm. If you're at work and someone comes up and says, oh my goodness, you know, I'm so fat (laughs) and I'm feeling really, you don't turn around and go, yeah, you are, aren't you? You, Like, surely you'd (laughs) Well, you know what? You
1: do when someone that's probably about 10 kilos says, I look really fat, that's when you go, actually, you do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When the 10 kilo <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Like I had an ex-girlfriend that would go. I look really like bloated, and like she'll stick thin, I'd be, and I'd be thinking at the time, "Yeah, you do look fat." Just to get to it. Did you say it to her? No, I never did. Of course, because I'm a people pleaser. I think that's really <laughs> sad that people are doing. It that. is really, really sad. Having I, said that, though, yeah. I need to exercise more. Yeah, well, you haven't been exercising as much, but I think I have a solution uh, for you. Excuse me, who hasn't done anything well, for six months? I haven't done months? it for six months. Okay, and I've only put four kilos. I haven't done on, but it for about six hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? There is a new thing. at the the moment it's a ditch gym or road run for a museum workout apparently this week in the city's first beer yoga session um was held here in melbourne and it's guided by an instructor and you have there's guests made all of the right moves while sipping gluten-friendly beer pale ale. So, so you get to have a beer <gasps> while you uh, stretch those uh, limbs.
0: Maybe it makes you stretch more or something. Well, yeah, you relax. it looks great. But you wouldn't lose weight. Well, you might. How do you know, yeah, buddy? you'd be drinking, you'd be putting in the calories <laughs> as you expend them. Let's try it. Pour me a beer. How did your therapy go? It's the first time you've been in, what, five oh, years or something? this is very personal. I, I, well, you said to be authentic on no, air. No, we
1: need to be very authentic on air. You asked me if I have did, a therapist. Did Would you, before. You need one yeah. At least twice a day, um, which is my job. After this show, I Hey, need but one. you know what? I hadn't seen my therapist for five years, Warren. So you went back to the same went therapist? To, went back to the same therapist and... Um, I was, I was a little bit nervous before I walked in, but as soon as I walked in, it just felt like home, and it was so good. She so doesn't sugarcoat anything. Did she that's pick, how I know it's really good therapy. Did she pick up from where you were five years yeah, ago? Yeah, well, well, I asked her, how long haven't I been here? And we kind of looked at our file, my file and stuff, and then we just jumped straight into it. And what I love about her is she doesn't sugarcoat anything with me, and I feel really challenged by her. So it that's was great.
0: so, so good. So do you think we sugarcoat things just in day-to-day conversations? Absolutely so, we do, to make partic-
1: people feel better. And
0: particularly people like us who are more people-pleasers. Yeah, yeah. We tend to deliver stuff from really nice way. Yeah. But
1: but is there anything wrong with that? Well, no, not really. But I I think, especially with therapy, I think it's a therapist's job to really challenge you. To strip your idea. Yeah. But you know what was really funny? And this is the whole ego thing. And this is why I kind of like it, because she doesn't feed the ego. You know, she right at the end of my session, I was trying not to giggle, because she's like, there's nothing wrong with you, Anastasia. You're intelligent. You're this, you're that. But...
0: What a lovely thing to say! Which is
1: really lovely, and she's done this before five years ago. But she never tells me I'm beautiful, (laughs) (laughs) and that's all I'm looking for. So I forget everything else that she's saying. Like you know, you're intelligent, you're 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 smart, you're this. But you know, all I wanted to say to her was, why why can't you just tell me I'm beautiful? (laughs) I want to be beautiful. Boundaries. (laughs) How often do you wash your sheets? Well, this is a really good question. Um, Every six months. (laughs) Now, look, I'd like to say oh, about okay. a few weeks, but maybe sometimes it's moved to the. Most.
0: Sometimes it does extend yeah, out, doesn't yeah, it? On yeah, yeah, the same. Totally. But do you find when you've got fresh sheets, oh. you sleep really oh well? Oh
1: my god, you sleep so well,
0: don't you? And I thought, is it just because you're thinking, oh, you know, this feels nice. It's nice and crisp, and you yeah, hop in I think and it and is a bit psychological.
1: But look, there's nothing like uh, like nice white fresh sheets. Oh, it's beautiful. Do you yeah. mind them? God, no. Are you for real? No. What are, the dryer's there for that. You just used to iron your hair. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, a leading microbiologist has urged people to wash their sheets, pillowcases, mm. once a week to avoid illness.
1: Oh, tell him to once, relax.
0: Once a week. Relax, mate. Um, he's from New York University. and claims that the microscopic life can build up over time within clothes and eventually make people sick. Right. In fact, up to 2 weeks of build up is enough to leave you with a scratchy throat.
1: Do you get scratchy throats or anything like that? I'm not from my bed sheets. No. <laughs>
0: So apparently once a week is the so best So wash time.
1: your sheets. you visited cemeteries? I have before, yeah. Just out of curiosity? Um, Once for a Buddhist little thing, retreat that I did for about two weeks, we had to go to the cemetery every day. And um, I did a lot in Greece when I was staying with my auntie. We'd visit her son at the cemetery, which was this beautiful cemetery overlooking the sea. It was amazing. I
0: think it's fascinating to go in and see the history of what's what's happened in an area yeah. when you're, when you're travelling. So do
1: you hang out cemeteries a lot? Do I you? don't hang
0: out there a lot, no? but it's interesting. <laughs> I think the called taphophites or taphophiles or something right. like that they're known as gravers yeah. and they're the people who pour over inscriptions and gravestones in the history of the dead oh, but right. the top five cemeteries yep. have been listed in the world and one is highgate in london um another one in paris uh one in california one in france but also one in northwest victoria <gasps> in Stuart mill Oh my god! I don't know where that is, but it's it's number three. Should we go hang out sometime? Oh, we Get should a do a live, of wine and just hang out. We should do a broadcast on there. <laughs> it's in the, it's the third most popular cemetery to visit. Yeah! Wow! In the world, apparently they
1: are really beautiful. Though, do you vi- now you you've lost someone very dear to you? Yes. Um, your your brother. Do you visit him on a regular? I basis? I do. I or... go
0: a few times a year. Yep. down there. Yeah, um, and just. Yeah, it's a nice place just to reflect and contemplate. But when I was a kid, mm. we went to this town in Gippsland, and you may have heard of it, Walhalla, and there's a, it was an old gold town and it's almost deserted now, just a few there. But um, there's an interesting uh, cemetery there with mm. lots of, of graves and, and nice inscriptions on them, and one of them's got a curse... On the grave
1: A curse on the gr- Oh my god Is it Greek? And I remember reading it As a kid And,
0: and, and, and panicking Do Greeks do curses Do we they We
1: curse all the time This is what it I'm says I'm cursing you right now It says
0: It's from James Mitchell <laughs> James died falling down A mine shaft, Unfortunately Oh sorry James Many years ago um, But on top of his grave It says Oh let my sudden doom A warning be to all Here while though Bend death Over my tomb Though may as quickly fall How scary is that That's insane I am impressed primary school and reading that and running to my parents screaming. Yeah, it's
1: making me think what I'd want on my tombstone. I'll have a little think about it, what I want written. You could put joy. (laughs) Anastasia and Warren, Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast, brought to you by Australia's
0: LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep joy on air.
1: Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.